We are shows what you know We'll always watch TV And if you think we can't We'll watch more and you'll see That's why the people of the web Believe in Jim from Las Vegas And Jacob from Sweden Hi there, you look great. Welcome to Shows What You Know, your television podcast. That's podcast in audio and video, because yes, we we do both. We're sexy that way. My name is Jacob Burrows. And I am Jim Scampoli. And this week we are talking about American Gods, season one, episode one through episode three. That is correct. Oh, I'm pretty excited and scared to discuss this with you as someone who uh, read the book a long time ago. I'm, I'm a fan of Neil Gaiman, and uh, yeah, I'm excited and uh, yeah, also a bit scared. Uh, we, we will be doing a spoiler-free discussion first, so don't worry. This is all for everyone, uh, for everyone to enjoy and decide if this is a show for you, and then... Once we've gone through the spoiler-free stuff, we're going to get into the details, as Jim said, of one through episode three, which are all that are out now. What is your feeling coming into this, Jim? Uh, I will not be watching any more of American Gods. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, that's... I shan't be watching further episodes of American Gods. Oh. Oh, no. Everyone, Jim's leaving us. I mean, at least that's what I'm thinking right now. Uh, This show is clearly for people that have read the book, and that's it. That's, I mean, that's pretty fair. I've seen a lot of glowing reviews of this show, and I was not on board at first, and towards episode three or so, it was kind of winning me over a bit more. I assume you were driven further into your confused hate spiral by then, or... No, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know, I know, I started off very negative. There are definitely, <laughs> yes. there are definitely a lot of moments in this show that I like. Uh, honestly, any of the like vignettes or the separate things I like, mm-hmm. um, because I guess it feels like I'm getting kind of a story there. Yeah, because yeah. at, at least with some of those stories, even though they don't fully end, end, I feel like there's like a a thing, a middle, and, you know, uh, uh, some sort of conclusion, or at least know what's going on. Yeah. Um, Shadow Moon, is that his name? That is his name. Boring piece of garbage. Uh, you know, like... <sighs> you know, when, when it, the each episode kind of has its own, like, opening with a thing going on, and yes, I love what's, all... What's the show about, Jim, for those who have, don't know? Oh, 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 maybe that's a I, too I, difficult question to answer. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what this Fair. show's about. Uh, I mean, I can glean from the title. It's about American gods. Sure. Now, maybe, and maybe, like, that's this show's way of being like, ah, oh, you fucking idiot. You don't know about, like, Egyptian gods, and you don't know what we're, you know, what, what we're referencing here, because you don't know your, like, different... Uh, religious history and all that. Well, go screw, go screw American gods, okay? Okay. Uh, because I, I don't care. You got a leprechaun or something, which I've, I even did read that people that read the books are kind of annoyed about that because they're like, this guy's not supposed to be a leprechaun, but the show's making it seem like he's a fucking leprechaun. <laughs> uh, mm. But well, no, I, think- I don't know. I don't know what this show's about. I don't know what they're trying to do. And I don't mind that. Even even three episodes in, I wouldn't mind that in a show if it felt 
if I if it felt intriguing to me, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's not. Yeah, I, I I think a lot of people would say something along the lines of like, Jim, what you need the show to hold your hand the whole way? What you got to have everything explained to you? Why can't you just go with the flow? But as someone who did read the book, and I know what's like, I have more of a grasp of what's going on and where the story is heading and where it should be heading, and I agree. Pretty much. I mean, as I said, I w- it was c- it's starting to win me over a bit. But as far as the main concern you're raising, yes, it doesn't feel like there's uh, much of a plot going on, given we're only discussing three episodes. But then again, that is three hours, more or less, of, of time. That's more than, you know, you can get a story going in that time. Uh, some of it is in these little vignettes, which are their own separate stories, uh, which may come together more as we move on, you know, uh, or maybe not. Uh, but but yes, as you said, those actually, usually I feel like I would be annoyed by something like that where a story goes off, now we're going to do this. But it is here, it is kind of like the main plot that is the least, you know, feeling like a plot, and then we go off and do something else, and it's actually refreshing, and that's kind of worrying. At the same time, it was kind of turning me... But uh, yeah, I see. I see where you're coming from, Jim. You're not crazy. Well, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I get what's going on for the most part. Like, yeah, these are people that are gods, and it, it, this was a regular novel, not a graphic novel, correct? Correct. But it, but it comes off, uh, at least, uh, it comes off as it was as some sort of edgy graphic novel from like the early 2000s, where it's like. What if gods were like this? Uh, mm-hmm. What if a god was like that? Uh, where everything was just like, like what they would do with say like fables and stuff like that. Where what if Snow White was like a hooker? Uh, that's what it would really be like. Right, yeah. And and I get this. I get the sense of that with this show. Like, mm-hmm. what if God was just a fucking alcoholic, right, dude? <laughs> Whoa, can you even imagine? Because he's been living here forever. He doesn't even remember his old past. Yeah, dude. He, oh man, he, he's like a pimp. Oh, he's a pimp, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I yes, don't know. Yeah, I, I'm sure the source material has uh, uh, a little bit more going on than that. And, and um, truthfully, I've actually never read any Neil Gaiman. I'm familiar with the name, obviously. Right. I was gonna. Uh, that's was gonna be my question. Did you didn't read Sandman because it's a no. lot like Sandman as well, which is obviously a graphic novel he did, which is sort of also about mythological figures and faith and you know real life and magic realism and combining all that stuff. And I think what I, the main thing that I this show suffered from for me in the first few episodes was. That I think in text, it's pr- relatively easy to build a mood. Like, you only need to be good at writing, and you're going to be able to basically make something suspenseful or intriguing uh, when it's about mysterious figures and so on. But, like, when it's a TV show, there's so many more factors that could be a little bit off so that it doesn't feel as intriguing. That's what was happening for me. People were talking a lot about the visual style being great, and I I wasn't feeling that at all. Uh, Unfortunately, I wasn't sold. It felt like computer animated a lot of stuff that should have been more mysterious and maybe done, you know, with, with practical effects even though that's obviously more expensive and so on but but basically if you're neil gaiman being mysterious is your wheelhouse that's what you do and you're great at it and then you have to convert that into this show which is also suffering from that that original material is very hard to adapt i can imagine because it's kind of sprawling and all all over the place uh Mm -hmm. 
And indeed, HBO, as far as I remember, they they tried doing like three different scripts before giving up on American Gods, and then Stars uh, took it over and, and did their thing. And not to say that HBO was right, but I can see how it's definitely a challenge to bring this to the screen, because as I said, there's a lot of factors. It's hard to make things spooky when... Uh, like it's uh, you in text you can write a line and it doesn't feel like bullshit but if someone says it it might feel like bullshit do you see where i'm coming from yeah well and especially because i don't feel like this show's really that mysterious um like and maybe it's because of shadow moon who because i remember beforehand you told me like well there's gods but then there's kind of this regular guy who's like an audience surrogate but Shadow Moon is far from an audience surrogate to me. Um, he's rarely intrigued by what's going on, uh, which reads very false to me. Like he, and they play back and forth where Shadow Moon is like a crazy thing happens, but then he's still a skeptic. Like three episodes <laughs> in, he's still a skeptic with all these things going on. Yeah, but he's also not even very interested for a skeptic. He's barely interested in what's happening. That's true. Um, but he's too cool for school, for so, sure. And and I mean, I don't think this is a spoiler, but like to the point where me not knowing the source material, I just assume Shadow Moon is just a god that forgot that he's a god. Mm-hmm. And, because and then I kept being like, so this guy's a god. He just doesn't know he's a god. But then sometimes he knows and sometimes he doesn't. Wait, no, he's a regular guy. Like, I, don't, I have no idea what's going on with this dude. Um, I just assume he's also a god. And he just uh, forgot because he's, you know, lived forever or whatever. So, you know, you, you get resets every now and then. But but then also, I don't really even care. Yeah. I don't care about Shadow Moon at all. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and I don't know if they're just trying to play him so cool because he's never once bewildered by things that are happening. <laughs> I mean, maybe one point a little bit in episode three, he's kind of like, did I do that? <laughs> but even then, he's still kind of like, Eh, did I do that? Like I don't know. I don't know if it's just this actor or or what or if that's how they're directing him. Uh but but in the end it's not really mysterious. It's not kind of like, "Ooh, I wonder what's going on." It's kind of like I get the gist. You know, these are old gods here in America that have elements of just regular people and you know, this in the same way that regular people are are good and bad and uh uh, misleading or you know whatever that's what these gods are like they just happen to be gods that have been around forever mm-hmm. but then uh, at the same time it's like so why do i care because i don't know what's go like the the the, the clear thing uh, the one thing that they're not really being clear on it's like shadow moon seems like he's supposed to be important but we don't really know why yeah mr wednesday or whatever is that is that um the character's name. That's what they call him, Ian McShane. What do you think about yeah. him? I mean, he's he's having fun. You can see that he's having fun. <laughs> Talking about the and actor, in, right? <laughs> yeah, the actor. Yeah, the actor's sure. having fun. And there are almost elements where I care about what's going on, but since it's so clear that like you can't really trust him, but can you? Yeah. It's hard to really get into like what's happening. And plus, everything has to be so vague. But there's a difference between something being mysterious and something being vague. And that's what, and I, 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 I hate to reference this show that we always reference all the time, but you know, yes. Legion, it's 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 very reminiscent of Legion to me because 
It's not that I'm, you know, uh, wondering what's going on with with a mystery. It's just more like you're being confusing and that's not the same making thing, yeah. me excited. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I see and what you mean uh, especially because Ian McShane is like he's a bit too trying to do or the character, not the actor, but it's kind of like both ways. Like he's being mysterious, but he's also being like, I don't know. He's, he's, I think he's a great mm-hmm. actor yeah. who is best when he's playing some sort of authority figure in my mind. I saw him in a show called Kings, uh, short-lived, that also had the same executive producer, Michael Green here, who was showrunner. No, he's showrunner here, was executive producer there, whatever. Uh, but, you know, he's a tyrant in that, and he works really well when he's, like, very firm and, like, a character... Like, he's got a such an expressive face, and, like, he's, he's great at that, but here it's kind of... He's almost acting like he's a leprechaun, like, oh, it might be like this and it might be like that <laughs> oh what have i got yeah. in my pocket i speak in riddles uh so he's but at the same time he's supposed to be have like something deep underneath where it's power and that but he's also like a a fun wacky character and that's a hard balance to strike uh and what you mentioned about shadow even a harder thing to do because i think what they're going for is making him like a strong silent type but i don't know if it's the actor or a directing or whatever that doesn't quite deliver that fully i think that's or at least maybe I'm speaking just from the book. That's more the idea where we have a like a point of view character who is more, you know, he he's pretty he's hard as nails, and that's why he's not ruffled by anything. But inside, he's like, "What the fuck? Okay, I guess I'll do." And he's his wife, uh, you know, <clears throat> something happened with that. So no, yeah, no spoilers. So <laughs> something happened with that. So he he's kind of like in shock and and. Um, feeling weird about stuff and not anchored and that's why he's up in the air but it's a long time to spend up in the air and unsure of what's going on and especially because when we meet him before anything happens he's exactly the same (laughs) yes so there's no there's no way and i get it's because they probably have to get into the plot or whatever but either way there's no way to discern because yeah i i did kind of start putting start thinking thinking like oh because of what's happening but then also, it, I just felt like I was filling in gaps that weren't that wasn't there. And yes, in a book, it's way easier to be in a character's head. But like when you're adapting something, you should be thinking about that, and that needs to be you got to put it on the screen. Uh, I, I mean, and not to be one of these dicks, but I honestly feel like if someone's loving this and they haven't read the book, there's an element there. I'm not saying that they don't really like it. Of course, someone can really like it, but. I feel like there's an element there where you're like, I don't want to look dumb, so I'm going to um, say I like this <laughs> because... Well, yes, and also there are people who are more optimistic who like are excited about what this show might become preemptively. Sure. Uh, but I see what you mean. I just mean in the, in the respect to like uh, kind of an understanding of what's going on because, you know, if you don't know what this god is, what are you, an idiot? What are you, stupid? Oh, you know, yeah. you don't get what they're referencing here. What, do they have to spell it out for you? And, and I mean, of course, I'm not saying that's the only thing, but I feel like there's got to be some elements there because if you haven't read the the source material, I feel like there's a lot of issues, at least with these first few episodes. It, to with In an era with so much content to view... Uh, it's not grabbing me. I could totally see if I read the book, I'd probably be loving this shit. I'd be like, hell yeah. Oh, that's that. That's that. Oh, shit. That, that's hinting at this. Yeah. And, and maybe in the end, like, 
maybe if this was a show that was released um, on Netflix or something where you can kind of binge it a bit more, uh, maybe it would play better that way. Um, or, you know, hey, if, if you disagree with me, you could just say that I'm the idiot. But I feel like I feel like there's a lot of issues. Oh, and, and you know, one thing I do know, at least without knowing the source material, I know Brian Fuller, uh, you know, uh, showrunner. He also was showrunner on Hannibal and like Pushing Daisies and Dead Like Me. And he's definitely in full on season three Hannibal mode here because that's another thing. The visuals aren't as interesting to me because he's done this stuff. You know, having the weird animal come out and be a creepy thing in slow motion and it means this. Having the gore and like the slow mo gore. Like, this is. It's exactly kind of what they were doing with Hannibal, except in Hannibal, it was more, there was more cannibalism going on. Uh, but it's, it, it doesn't come off as anything new and fresh to me. I mean, between that and between even like to an extent Legion to bring that up again, like it's, it's awesome. It's awesome that we can get TV shows that are going high end visual like this. So I, I do appreciate the, I do see that they are building a vibe. And, and I understand that, and I do appreciate it, but I, I'm sick of these shows that just concentrate on that, and then they figure like, well, w- w- what are you complaining about? Don't you see these visuals? Don't you see what we're doing? You know, uh, film and television is a is a visual storytelling, and and that's completely true. But give me something for the characters, please. I I, I need something on the characters. I don't need to be plot plot whatever, but I need something where I give a shit about some of these characters. And, and, and I will say that they they uh, succeed in some of these little vignettes that they do uh, where I'm kind of interested in that. But then when we go back to Shadow Moon, I'm kind of I'm, I'm checking out, unfortunately. So you said you might like it a lot if you knew the source material. I did know the source material when I watched it, but I still see a lot of the issues you were describing, although I'm sure I was more forgiving of it. And especially towards the third episode, as I said, I was more on board maybe because like half that episode is spelt is spent in vignettes as we were saying like these coming to america bits or somewhere in america bits uh there's like it's almost half the episode in the third one and both of those are pretty good um but also i think it for me it felt like there was more plot picking up uh towards the end of episode two and episode three i i do understand though if you don't feel that way but i was a bit more in with what was happening with uh shadow and wednesday but i think that's about it for a spoiler free discussion we should get more into the details now right what do you think absolutely let's get into i mean you know i know we said no spoilers but i we might say this a lot i don't know if you can even spoil this show all right (laughs) So let me get that out of the hand, but also say from here on out will be spoilers. spoilers. Yes, I don't. I mean, that sounds negative. It's like this trash could not even be. Described. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean it that way, but I just mean like we know so little anyways. That's true. That I could, it's, it's not true. Like, I, I sorry to cut you off, but I could spoil it because I know the book, but we're not getting yes. into any book spoilers and it's only the first three. So it's almost unfair to judge it at this point. However, uh, we don't care. We're judging it anyway, and we're going to go into the details of episodes one through three. Absolutely. Starting now. Yes, so it started with Vikings arriving in the New World. It started with one of these uh, coming-to-America-type stories. What was your first impression when you started watching? I liked it. I, li- I liked it. I mean, you just get a hint that, yeah, they found this New World, but there's some power there. 
uh, that's kind of got him spooked and also like warning, like don't come any closer. And so you see a little of that, like I assume some sort of God that's keeping them away, but then they're also worshiping their own God to get away. And then it's pitting person versus person for the God of war. Like I liked what, what it was setting up and what it was doing. Um, so yeah, I like almost all of these like opening vignettes I liked. That's interesting because this one, um, I, I, maybe it's our different, you know, uh, you know, we're coming at it from different directions, but I wasn't in love with it to start with mm-hmm. or like, I didn't, I didn't like it. Cause I, I, I kind of had this vibe in my head. Obviously I had this idea of what it, the show might be or what I thought it would be. And I immediately felt a bit worried a bit like, Oh, this is what they're doing it felt almost cartoonish when there's like a million arrows hitting one guy and then the yeah. gore which i don't mind gore i enjoy it but it felt malplaced in a way the blood didn't look realistic it was like computer effects all over the place for this mm-hmm. uh for this what should be quite you know i i felt like the, there could have been more realism in the stuff that's actually realistic and then when you go into fantastical stuff that'll make it more I don't know, make it pack more of a punch, but now it's like the over the top visual stuff is kind of on everything in a way. Uh, sure. Maybe that's speaking more of the show in general than the opening, but yeah, I wasn't like super on board with the Viking stuff. And why did they all like kill each other instead of go fight the arrow people? They'd all, they could all die. I that thought way. that was kind of their tribute to their, their war God, basically to show that they're willing to battle each other for help from their God. Sure, but they weren't willing to battle their enemies. Who were even shooting well, the arrows? Some other well, gods? I, I, yeah, I just read that. Because, I mean, given... like I, I, All I'm going on is that is that this is the intro to the show, so I figured they were setting a vibe. So I'm I'm open at this point, so I'm going along with it. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, just, I read it as there's a powerful god that's keeping them from going onto this land. And where that looks like certain death... They could battle each other for, you know, for their own personal worship for help. And at least some of them would survive. And that's like they're like sacrificing their eyes and stuff, like just showing their worth. Uh, And at least that would be like, you know, for the greater good of a few to survive rather than fighting a god fighting that other god would be just certain death for everyone i guess it does make sense it sets pretty much uh, a good vibe well maybe i didn't love the vibe but it like tells you what the show is going to be about uh in, in a fairly concise way and i think it makes sense then we move on to the prison and shadow moon in prison did your feelings start to change at this point a little bit because again i can't tell if shadow moon is a god or his wife is a god because trippy things are happening to him without anything anyone else um you know really interfering or doing anything you know what i mean yeah because he's just like looking at her in the ceiling and in a show like this i can't just think that is a um a dream or whatever because that shit just happens with the gods as well yeah um but yeah, it, it it was definitely losing me because, again, I just kept being like, it, it took me a long time to be like, oh, this guy is supposed to be just a guy. Yeah. I just assumed it was another god because we're seeing all these gods in America. Well, before he even is like going, <laughs> going to meet, before he's meeting any gods, anything, he's having like this dream of skulls, uh, place. Oh, like, yeah. And far- like a tree of life. And yeah. And like the trees yeah. are reaching for him, like computer animated trees. And this is also part of what I was saying that I didn't like the visual look that much. Um, 
but yeah, it's for sure supernatural stuff going off uh, from the get-go. I guess that's what I meant by, you know, they're, if they don't set a baseline of realism, it's like, what do we what do we care? Like, how do we know what's real, what, what to care about if there's nothing that feels real? So maybe that's well, it. Maybe it doesn't feel uh, real enough. Plus, Shadow Moon has the most god name of any character in this show. <laughs> True. And I guess that's probably the source material, but no one's just Shadow Moon. Unless you're also just a god. So you're way more of a god than Mr. Wednesday. This, this is not really a spoiler, but I mean, I, I think I was thinking the same thing when even when I read the book originally, when I was, I don't know, mm. 10. And I was like, yeah. Shadow, you're trying to pull a fast one on us. And I've yeah. even done like similar mistakes in my writing where someone reads it and they go like, well, this character is clearly like a, a magician or something. No one has this name. I'm like, okay, well, that's fair. <laughs> I guess we'll name him Mike. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we're in the prison. Eventually gets out because his wife has passed away. So, you know, he, he goes to the airport to go home. And that's when we meet Mr. Wednesday, who's conning his way onto the airplane, which is one of those scenes where I don't remember the source material that clearly. But for me, it was unbelievable that it worked the con oh, yeah. he was pulling because he's just acting weird and then they're like we'll put you in first class and i'm like <laughs> I, I don't know it, it didn't feel believable and not because he's a god it just didn't feel realistic at all yeah yeah i mean i don't know i guess there's some sort of statement on uh how people react to someone who might uh be less than i guess <laughs> to be a little correct on it Hmm. Well, I, I mean, it didn't, it didn't add up to me. I mean, I like the idea of like a traveling con man god, but it's just the con needs to be realistic. The one we get in episode three is much better as far as that. It's a little more believable uh, than this. But anyway, Shadow gets on the plane and but, he ends up next you know, to I, Wednesday. Yes, I, I mean, but not to jump around a bit, but it's kind of like if you could make things happen, why are you even doing these cons? Yeah, but that's the thing. I guess he can make things happen. Like, what can he? What can Wednesday do? Has he shown any powers? Well, I guess he can make th like what th what they hint at is like he can make things happen if he has like someone believing. Apparently, I mean, just going off of what the show's given me. Mm -hmm. But I, mean, I suppose uh, so. But has he actually done how much supernatural stuff has Wednesday done? Well, he told a man to think about it snowing, and then it snowed. Yeah, but arguably, I mean, they they hint pretty heavily that Shadow's the one who made that happen rather than Wednesday. That's how I felt they played it because he's like, "Did I he, make it snow?" And he's like, oh, "He kissed an old lady, and then it started raining." <laughs> that is true. And she asked, "What did you do?" So yes, I guess he's like Superman, basically. Um, but I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm sure there's more like nuance to it, but it's like we know he's a god, so we know he has some other powers, and also like. It's hinted that he made, he somehow made it so uh, Shadow Moon would be sitting up next to him. You know what I mean? Like, that is true. Through chance or whatever type thing he did. Like, I mean, I, given I'm going off of just what the show's shown me, but there's enough there to show. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he needs some help for things to go along, but it's just bizarre because it's this weird back and forth of like, we need a payphone. But we also needed to snow. And I didn't even really get that. Uh, what, people would just give them their ATM cards because this, it's a, it was snowing and it was out of order? I didn't even understand that. But, you know, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were there to make deposits. Uh, so he was taking... Is that what it was? Yeah, that's what it was. Oh. 
Who makes deposits at an ATM? You use direct deposit. You only take money. All right, whatever. Yeah, this is a pretty old book uh, before (laughs) we had, I don't know, credit cards. Yeah, the the payphone should have been been a dead giveaway. Well, it's just weird because... Like, no one makes, at least people do, but not on a regular fashion where people are making deposits. It's direct deposit. Step your fucking game up, American gods. Well, yes. Uh, But in in a way, like, it's an old, it's a slightly older book, but they have updated some stuff, like the new, uh, what we might call them new gods, these creatures who are on TVs and stuff. They've clearly been updated since it was a while since the book uh, book was written, so you know every everyone has a phone with a, just a computer and blah blah blah. That's that wasn't the case when this book which, was written. Yeah, which is the thing that comes off as like not to be like a, I mean, I guess a jaded you know media uh, devourer. Like it's like I've seen you know I read a lot of comics, I watch a lot of TV shows, I watch a lot of movies. So making your half-assed like. TV is the new god. Uh, it just comes off as kind of hacky to me. Yeah. And given I, I should probably give this a little bit more leeway because it's, you know, it's an, I guess, when did the book come out? I do not have it on me right now. I'll look it up. But but basically like a long time ago. Well, at least, you know, a few years. Because <laughs> there's been a okay. lot of development in a few years. Uh, yeah, but say more than 10 years ago. I'll just get us a definite answer <clears throat> okay. on that. So we don't but either way, like... It's hard not to be the jaded, uh, you know, content person because it's like, yeah, we get it. Yeah, TV's the god. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Yes. Because even, uh, I know we're, we're jumping around. This is an episode two because they even, and was that, I think that was Jillian Anderson? Yes, I'm it not, was. Okay. And then she's like, you know, worship the TV. Watch me. Look at your screens. It's better than the lamb's blood. You know, like the old sacrificial lamb. Mm. And it's like, all right. But then... I guess they're they they got this nice uh, callback because it's like they're talking about all these new things, but then she's, you know, Lucy, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, from from I Love Lucy, which no one is watching. So whatever. Yes, yes, it's the book's from two thousand one. So I mean, it's not ancient or anything, but it is before smartphones. Okay, fair, fair. Yeah, I mean, it's over fifteen years old, so I'll give it to him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, he, anyway, to get back to where we were, he does accept the job, more or less, with Wednesday, which takes the rest of the episode, because, well, no, wait, what happens? They're on the plane, and then he's not on the plane, he's getting to his wife's funeral, and then he meets him in a bar, crocodile bar, and that's when well, cause he decides. He, no, because he turns him down, yeah, he yeah. turns him down at first, because right. uh, Shadow Moon, who's totally not a god, is just getting out of jail, and, you know, he, he, he needs to, he's a... He know he sees these con man ways, and he's very familiar. He knows a thing or two about it. Except, which is kind of jarring to me because they're they have this whole s- segment where he talks to Mister Wednesday about better cons. Except earlier when he had issues, his first thought was to like freak out like a weirdo. <laughs> like you know how they had that flash where it's like what he could do or something, but then he gets arrested. Like there was no nuance oh, or right. subtlety. Yeah. It's not like like right. that didn't show that he was a con man that knew like okay we could do you know uh, a Gulliver's twist you know they always have like a fucking name for it or whatever yeah yeah but his thought was just something like kind of yelling and then getting arrested so well I don't think that was his <laughs> like master plan or anything <laughs> but yeah I know same. but it was just a weird it, it almost the way the show portrays it. I know he was thinking more about back to his prison and how he wants to be on the straight and narrow, but 
It was just a weird way. But either way, yeah, yeah he turns yeah. it down because he's fresh out of jail. He ain't trying to go back. But then, yeah, uh, he falls asleep. The plane gets diverted, which, again, I assume is Mr. Wednesday <laughs> acting like a retard to the pilot, I guess, to tell him to land. <laughs> I, I was trying not to say retard earlier, but then I just said it. Um, yeah. Because, again, this is another thing that I assume Mr. Wednesday put into play. Like, he made it so the plane was diverted and had to land somewhere because, again, like, now they're in a bar. He could talk to him a little further. Uh, he, uh, he finds out that, you know, his wife and friend died together. And then, you know, th- things are like amping up, which gets him to accept the job after he goes to his wife's funeral, where we find that she died with another man's cock in her mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Which I felt Shadow was, I don't know, you probably didn't feel this, but I felt he was a bit more humanized and he was, he was a bit more of the, the only sane man after the funeral anyway, because people are acting crazy all over the place, gods, non-gods, and he's like, what? And even if he's not having a strong reaction, he's the only one keeping his cool in some way, except when he goes and screams off a cliff. Uh, so anyway, that's basically where it ends. He, well, he fought a leprechaun, got a coin, and drops it on the grave. Well, which is weird because, like, if any time, like, if he's cool and collected when his wife's dead, and we find out he she was basically, like, cheating on him, it's like, so nothing is going to touch this guy, you know? I get, because it didn't come off as shock. It didn't come off as, like, I'm, I'm in shock about this. It just came off as, like, nah, who cares? She's just my wife. I'm a god. I've lived forever, and I'll, <laughs> I'll never die. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but yes, that's right. I, I did gloss over. We meet the leprechaun man who does a lot of coin tricks. And, yeah, they uh, he, what, wins? Oh, he gives them... A coin, which is going to play play out later, and and oh, that's the other thing that Mister Wednesday does because Shadow Moon, the big uh, con man that he is, has a trick coin that he's going to be like, all right, I'll I'll flip a coin, and uh, if if it's heads, I'll take the job. If it's tails, I don't have to do anything you want. But then Mister Wednesday, even though it's a you know a rigged coin, he can make it land heads like every time. Yeah. So. Why is this guy going around pretending that like he's a retard when he could make coins flip, he could land planes when he wants, he could make it rain? Yeah. Enough of this dude. You said it again, Jim. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, okay, that's episode one. <laughs> episode yeah. two. Uh, well, we, we, but but we forgot uh, VR God that showed up. VR God oh, yeah. shows up, and he's like, "I am the God of all that is VR. Uh, <laughs> put this. I'm gonna put this mask on you and uh, look vape. at me." Yeah. yeah, look at me and my, uh, you know, PlayStation graphics friends. <laughs> and then he sends them after. Because we're basically getting the hint that Shadow Moon's important. We don't know why. All these gods want a piece of him. and But he's with Mr. Wednesday, and he's important to whatever Mr. Wednesday is trying to do. So Robot Mask Man is like, we need to kill him. And then, like, we get the old, like, uh, lynching going on. Very reminiscent of Things America. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a big bloodbath ensues, either because someone helped him or he has powers. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, I was gonna say that we don't we're still don't know what went on there, and that's why I was gl- like jumping over it because I kind of forgot. Like, oh yeah, that happened. Like big bloodbath at the end there that didn't leave a mark at all in our minds because we didn't know, you know what what was real, what to care about. I think as far as other gods, uh, I I assume at this point anyway that other gods are like, why is Mister Wednesday d- dealing with a mortal or whatever? What are who are you like? Why is yeah? That's what I assumed uh, the interest came from from. Uh, 
uh, Jillian Anderson and and uh, VR God, um, and 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 not knowing what's going on, like when when um, Shadowman goes and he, like yells at the heavens, like I'm thinking that he's, he's literally yelling, he, yelling at the heavens. Well, yeah, he's yelling at like his old friend, his old <laughs> God friend, who's you know making things bad for him. Because that's the the other thing is that, and again, this is me not knowing the source material. I start to see like someone, you know, was this was his wife not an accident? Was this put in place because Shadow Moon's important? Mm-hmm. You know, these are things that are not clear to me. So Mr. Wednesday killed his wife so he could work for him? Like, I don't fucking know. Okay, okay. So that's then, episode one. <laughs> yeah, then Spider-Man shows up on a slave ship sure. in episode two mm-hmm. and, um, you know, has like a rousing speech of of uh hopelessness for slaves and gets them to burn it all down because yeah. it's with these gods it's all about worship it's all you know it's manipulation and worship because that's uh, they, they all kind of go hand in hand yeah that's true and uh well what did you feel about the scene because i hated the jazz part of it it's something overall i haven't been too fond of the music because it's Uh, always been like super heavy-handed telling you exactly what to feel or just distracting in general where there's like a saxophone like blasting notes when you're trying to pay attention to the scene uh how what was your opinion i think it yeah i think it mostly worked here because of uh what spider-man's costume was Right, <laughs> because he was like dressed like a '70s like pimp or whatever. So I thought it kind of worked. Well, I was uh, like, "What the an- <laughs> Anansi?" But I was called Spider Man. Mm. I was like, "What is up with this?" Like, I I know this is stupid, and I shouldn't let like this doesn't the answer. I know the answer, but I'm like, that hasn't happened yet. It doesn't make any sense that he's wearing those clothes. He should be the version of hmm. that god that existed then. And then, obviously, I, you don't need to tell me. Don't comment about how you know time isn't linear for gods. But you yeah. know, if time isn't linear for gods, then what's even more the point of what's going on? Uh, anyway, he's a spider. He arrives at America like everyone else. And um, okay, so he's packing up. Uh, Shadow Moon is packing up his uh, his old house. And this is a note I made. This show has some weird little visual goofs sometimes that don't really add up like there was something pretty funny where he's standing at his house and just a paper boy comes by and throws a paper and it like it oh, hits, it hits his head yeah yeah but yeah. it's but it's like everything's desaturated and gray and like it feels like an episode of outcast and that's happening <laughs> yeah. and i'm like yeah. i don't know what i'm supposed to be feeling right now guys um and then he packs up stuff and he finds a, a picture of uh that guy's cock on like the phone but oh, then right, yeah. jim tell me what happened next does he look up and see a picture of the cock frame oh yeah he sees it in the frame yeah what is that yeah, that's right literally like what is that is that, <laughs> that really know. there is it in his mind uh because yeah. they like- didn't they don't give you that moment where he looks back and it's not that picture yeah so i mean as far as we're concerned that is the picture that was <laughs> but he doesn't like, react accordingly if you see it on yeah. the phone that's one thing but if you see it on like the bedside he should at least like raise his eyebrows but he's being yeah. shadow moon he's being too cool he's yeah. just like oh and he's, he keeps packing those boxes <laughs> well w- one thing that we didn't even mention that everyone mentions about this show we didn't even mention the vagina eating uh the, the man being eaten by a vagina yeah, and then and because uh, then it gets doubled down in this episode, I believe, where like men and women are being eaten by the vagina. So I mean, just call that out. It's like there you go, people getting eaten by a vagina. Yeah, it's you gotta some mention sort of God. it. Uh, somehow it, that's the part that makes the most sense. 
<laughs> what did you feel about it? Because I mean, you said before you watched the show, like everything I hear, everyone just keeps talking about this vagina who keeps that keeps eating stuff. I don't know what the show's about, Jacob. Yeah, uh, I'd already I'd already heard about that, so it wasn't as like a big of a deal at that point because I'd already heard that vag- people people get eaten by a vagina. And at least, you know, it's clear as the scene plays out, because, I mean, they're telling you, it's like, she's like, worship me. And, and, you know, it's all about worship and sacrifice. And so there you go. And yeah. I assume that means she's some sort of god of, like, love or lust or whatever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so, uh, okay, eventually they get to the... Um to the Russian place. I don't know if that's accurate. Uh, wherever they're from, you know, these yeah, people. They're in Ch- they're, they go to Chicago. They're in mm, Chicago, right? Right. So, yeah, then we meet the 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 sisters. Yeah. You know, the old lady who's like a fortune teller. And they read tea leaves or they're not tea leaves. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then Shadow Moon, it's kind of like. They're like, we'll give you a reading, and then they look at it, and they're like, ooh, and they're like, you're going to live a long time and never have anything bad happen to you. And he's <laughs> like, he, yeah, he immediately he gambles his life away after that. <laughs> yes. Um, but, and uh, yeah, so Peter hit- Stormare shows up, uh, who's always great. Yeah, Peter and, Stormare, yeah. yes. He has, is that how you say it properly? Yeah, yeah. Okay, my bad. Uh, and, you know, he has some great monologues about the art and the skill of killing and the slaughterhouse and stuff. I do, I do, I enjoy him a lot. So mm-hmm. I did enjoy these segments, even though I, I don't want to say it didn't go anywhere. I mean, because it, it, you know, told us about his character a, a lot. So, and I did enjoy this. And then it comes down to a game of checkers yeah. for, for his life. Yeah, yeah, and I also enjoyed this section more than ever, everything coming before it and kind of marked the uptick for me where things started to feel a bit better uh, in this show because before then, it's a lot of mm, Shadow and Wednesday. And even though I like their dynamic in a way, like I, they, you know, despite all the criticism we were saying earlier, I think they're both fairly good actors. And they, the thing is, they, they haven't gotten enough to work with. Like, the scenes have been lacking good turning points, good revelations. It just hasn't. Uh, th- it's just been faffing about, really. A uh, load of nonsense, and you get end up as frustrated as Shadow. Like, what's going on? Lo- no clear answers. But now we get some more characters. It brings, you know, things a little more to life. And even the over-the-top Russian music I was okay with. Uh, maybe not Russian. Mm. You know, generally <laughs> Soviet music. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I was liking that. And yes, they play Checkers for his life, which is the end of the episode, I think. Yeah, we already had talked about how he has his run-in with the God of TV. And again, these are things I, I, I mentioned before of how, like, this stuff's all happening to Shadow Moon. But then in the next episode, he's still kind of like, what? Yeah, he's like, what What are you talking about? This, you know, this is just real life. This is clearly. And I, I mean, I guess they do answer the thing about the dick pic because Shadow does see the, the, the hammer bleeding, but then it's clearly not bleeding. So sh- there's something's going on with Shadow Moon. Maybe he was infected by the VR god <laughs> when, uh, when he got in his head. But yeah, so Shadow Moon is seeing things or tapping into some sort of potential that he doesn't know he has. Which may there be something- phallic-related, because that hammer is also pretty phallic when it's spurting yeah. blood from the end when he's rubbing it. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there's something going on with his ring. It's always his ring. Um, is there? Uh, What's his ring? I don't know. He's just always looking at it. Oh. I guess it's because of his dumb wife, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. He's just always looking at it and touching it, and they're always like sh- close, doing close-ups on it and shit like that. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, then we go to episode three. We get a we we start out with a visit from Anubis. Anubis, I guess it's the, the Death God. Yeah, yeah. And I this is one of my well, I like this part. It's a it's an I old lady it. who f- falls off her chair, except she doesn't. Uh, and I like the twist there because you totally expect that she's going to fall, and then it's the knock on the door, and she goes to check, and it's Anubis come to collect her soul, and then you see her dead body on the floor, and. Mm-hmm. It also is nice because in in some shows like this, you get a hard... It's Or, well, in this show, too, it's kind of hard to grasp how the world works. And these sort of offshoots into other parts, it really gives you a fuller, better grip on what's going on without diluting it into, like, having a bunch of different characters doing important stuff. You just get a little glimpse into this part of the world. And I assume that those characters will pop up again later, but uh, it's still just a nice way to round out the world, I think, especially since the main story isn't necessarily doing that super well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because, yeah, it's a nice little kind of self-contained thing, lets us know a little bit about the god of death ends on kind of a little, like, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Because the cat just pushes her in the room. Yeah. So it still could be a good thing, might not. Uh, I, I I liked what they... It, just, it felt kind of weirdly like just a short film someone would make. Yeah. And it could just be its own thing, and that's it. <laughs> and maybe that's why I liked it, because, you know, I don't care if we ever see any of these characters again. I enjoyed that. Uh, off to, on to the next. Yeah. But then we get bogged down by Roof's sister, looking into space and taking the moon down and giving it to Shadow Moon as a coin, and he's just kind of like, eh, right. this is real life. I, I, I guess <laughs> in Shadow Moon's defense, it could be a dream because he like wakes up or whatever, but I think they do the old, like, but he has the coin still like yes. later on. Was it a dream? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, mm. Then we cut to, uh, I guess they call them, what, Somewhere in America vignettes? Mm, yeah. They're, yeah. Th- that's kind of letting you know that it's like its own little thing. And yeah, I do assume that these are going to pay off or connect in some way. Uh, now, because with this, we get our our fiery Muslim sex scene. Because uh, some of this stuff just does come off as like, like shock jockery in a way for this show. Like, it's like they know they're, they're going to be edgy and try to get some of these headlines. Because even well, before be, I watched... Yeah, to be fair ahead. to them, that is also... Like looking at the reporting on the show, you'd think it was all about these small parts. Like no that's one's talking was, about Shadow. Y- you're right, because that's what I was gonna say. Because I actually saw people like on a forum, they were like, "That sex scene was great," and it's like, was it? I mean, are you that uh, progressive that you're excited for a gay sex scene? You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, the, it, it was fine i guess uh I, 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 a lot of people you know, were calling it groundbreaking you didn't feel it was groundbreaking mm, not really i mean i guess well i get i, I mean i i also didn't th- to, i didn't think about it too much when i watched it except like that's kind of hot you know that's pretty erotic oh, yeah. as far Absolutely. as because uh, you don't you're not you if you see yeah, literally sex, hot yes sorry uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you see gay sex depicted uh it's uh well male gay sex it's usually not in an erotic way like this but at the same time uh i don't know i didn't have like a, a reaction of uh, like oh my god it's happening finally but i guess it's kind of rare uh i guess it doesn't happen that much on tv or does yeah. it? yeah 
Sure. I mean, I guess it doesn't. So yeah. I guess fair. it's good. It it did go on for but a it's while. Just... I, it was justified because it it was gratuitous and yet justified. Same way I felt about the vagina swallowing because it does. I mean, if you look at it from the outside, there's no way you think that this is gonna like add up and make sense and add to the story. But it kind of feels like it all makes sense as far as the world, like almost more than the other stuff in yeah. the show. So this was pretty. Yeah. Good. It just it just comes off as like it's it's. You know, yeah, when people are just championing in the show because it has this scene, it doesn't quite make it a good show yet. No, that's, you know? that's true. I, I, it is a good, you know, because now we're just we're getting stuck more in applauding like representation, which is a good thing. It should be applauded. But that doesn't make a like if that's all you're talking about, then it feels like maybe the show's not that great. But hey, I guess the ends justify the means. So. It's neither here nor there. If if I can throw in some more colloquialisms here, uh, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway. So yeah, we have and 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 it's a gin, I guess, which is kind of what like a genie. Yeah. Um, except and not got, they don't. He doesn't grant wishes. Yeah, yeah. They make it a point. Uh, and he's got fiery eyes, much like the bull had fiery eyes, and he shoots his fire in his asshole. Uh, during their sex scene, and I mean, that um, is an accurate description. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Although a, I do. Oh, yeah. go ahead. No, in a in a like shadow landscape that they transport into that looks again the kind of VR night sky. It yeah. looks like Tron or something. I don't know. Uh, but apparently they were like painted for that. Like it wasn't. They weren't computer animated when the fire was happening. They were actually covered in like paint and stuff. So. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, I I do feel like the placement of his ass. And his legs spread. He maybe should have been up a little bit more. Well, I it's funny gin, you should the, say that, Jim. The gin, <laughs> the gin had a had a sweet cock, so I know he he's got the distance. But to get a nice good fuck going on, he probably would have ha- want to have his ass up a little bit more. True. What were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say that they reshot the scene uh, because the actors, the two actors and the director, were all straight men. And then the showrunner had a look at it and went like, "This would never work. You don't know how gay sex works." So they actually did reshoot it to make it more. Uh, I think that I think that's what I read anyway. To make it more gay, specifically, that's what he said. Um, and uh, but I still feel like I yes, mean, even still, that's what I was gonna say. It still yeah. feels like on the edge believable i know that nice computer generated animated dick they didn't animate them in the shadow landscape but they did computer animate his dick uh i guess to make it bigger or for propriety i don't know it doesn't look oh, real that's, that's not his actual dick it's a, they they gave him a little digital extension first thing i said was that's not that, well <laughs> let me check my notes that gincock was predictable and computer animated i wrote ah well because yeah. i mean i i don't have to be gay to know yes, like you he, do <laughs> you don't know anything, even like because if i if i want to be in that missionary position and i want to f- uh, fuck my girlfriend in the ass sure i know i'm probably she's gonna have to be propped up a little bit more and i mean believe me i mean i'm not packing gin dick but uh like just still with just gym dick getting it in yeah just oh oh my god that was great mm. uh but whatever who am i to tell a gay man how he's gonna have <laughs> sex with his boyfriend or or doesn't even have to be boyfriend it could be no strings attached who am i to say yeah we're very we're very on board but i did have the same thought of like what are the logistics here is this adding up but then they do show him spurting fire uh inside inside yes. there in the shadow landscape so we can assume and- there's contact and then we get some sort of Freaky Friday type moment from their uh, fiery sex because now 
the businessman is the is the cab driver. And I did re I didn't notice this myself, but I did read in one of the breakdowns that I guess in episode two you did see the gin wearing the blue suit talking to Mr. Wednesday in like the bar or something. So oh, yes. That's so I, I remember that now little, that you said it. Yeah. I guess, yeah, there are some little little seeds there. <laughs> Seeds. Did you understand? Yeah. Did, you, did you get that um, he took on his, you know, he took on the businessman and uh, before, or what did you think I, first that Jin? I just said? thought he like absorbed him. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> well, I didn't know. He's in, trying in, to teach us. <laughs> yeah. Until I read uh, after that we did see the Jin in the blue suit, that's when I kind of got the idea that they switched in a way. Mm-hmm. When I first watched it, I just thought like he absorbed his fire and then the Jin like took over his took over him or something that's because i didn't know what else to read from it yeah yeah okay so uh apart from the two vignettes we are in this episode dealing a lot with snow as we were describing earlier and this uh, second con of uh of them robbing a bank which again i i assume you felt like well you know he can change coins into other coins why can't he just go to a <laughs> casino or something yeah yeah like and he just learned blackjack or whatever, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, we see, we we see that. I mean, maybe part of it. I guess I could fill it in and be like, maybe the, the Mister Wednesday, even as a god with this power, he likes the challenge of doing it that way. I, I, I mean, even if I not knowing the source material and just thinking he could do whatever he wanted, I could still see there being an explanation in that. You know, it's like. uh it's not quite like this, but it's like when a rich person wants to go and murder someone in a hostel. Because uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, I just want to do stuff that I don't have to do because just to feel it. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's something like that. And then, yeah, he tells, uh, he tells, what's his name? Snow Moon? <laughs> Shadow Moon? <laughs> he, tells, <Yes>. Shadow. <laughs> he tells Shadow Moon to think of snow. And then Shadow Moon wakes up. It's snowing. He's, he, well, he First, he thinks of driving on marshmallows in his hot cocoa and... <laughs> yeah. all kinds of fucking shit like that moon is his last name so just shadow is fine if you want to be uh, okay. friendly with him uh but yeah he, he makes it snow it's a lot about him making it snow in this in this episode remember when the car drove on the marshmallow i do remember <laughs> now that you bring it up uh, i do well, remember and then and then uh, i laughed out loud because then shadow moon like sees it snowing and stuff and then he just he says none of this feels real and it's like <laughs> Shadow Moon, <laughs> wake up, bro! Like you, you are uh, like you've promised your head to be smashed by a sledgehammer. You talked to a TV, you were lynched, and uh, you you had brushes with a VR god. Like yeah. <laughs> it's like wake up, dude! Like yes, sh- un- some unreal shits going on. Well, you can prepare for next week. I'm sure there will be a lot of. Are you even here, wife? Because it does end on the uh, wife. The yes. coffin is empty and his wife is in his uh, motel room. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, so. and, and yeah, we did get some hints. We saw, we saw like what happens to a leprechaun when he loses his lucky coin. Like he's now, instead of having all the good luck that he usually has, everything's kind of blowing up in his face. Yeah. Yeah. And it's affecting people around. It's affecting him and people around him because he gets picked up by someone. And uh, the dude from Kids in the Hall. Who gets a nice pipe through the head, and then yeah. he, and then the, it takes him. He still like can't figure out what's going on until a cop or someone's like, "Wow, that's some real bad luck. <laughs> luck, bad luck. What? Holy shit! Ah, my my coin. 
Uh, and yeah, I mean, it was kind of, we knew something was going to happen when, when, when we see the coin go into the fresh grave. So yeah, then it shows up that the wife is alive. We didn't even talk about in episode one, how that lady wanted to blow him. Yeah. Um, that's part of what I was saying when he's more human after that. Cause he's the only true, one who's yeah. like, let's not have sex on the graves. Uh, yeah. so you're like, Oh, cool. Good, good shadow. Good choice. <laughs> yeah. Shadow was a good dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so well, weirdly enough, uh, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Okay. I was just going to say weirdly enough, it's like, I've had fun discussing this show and now I'm thinking like, I got to watch this show, but I definitely had way more fun talking about it than I did watching it. Um, mm. But well, like, that's good, I guess. But no. but also talking about it, talking it out, it does make me a little bit more interested in what's going on now. So will so, you recant what you said at the start? Yeah, I think maybe I will give it another shot. I'm, uh. I, I I I know I was a little harsh on it, but you know, it's it's like I mean, on one hand, there's it's a double edged sword. It's a good thing that I didn't have my girlfriend watch the show with me because she'd probably fucking hate me. Uh <laughs> But on the other hand, it's like I'm just sitting there by myself watching this show, and I can't help but be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> but then talking to you and hearing your point of view, and then talking it out, I start to get a better grasp mm-hmm. of what's going on. So at least I think maybe it's piqued my interest a little bit more. Good. I think it is like it, I, the issues you were bringing up are there, but also, and I had like almost all my notes were negative up until like episode halfway through episode two and then episode three i kind of liked so Mm. uh i think i think i'm well i'm definitely gonna watch it and see where it goes and we can return with more discussion and uh hey it's only eight episodes a show can't be that bad in eight yeah eight episodes only that's a bad sign (laughs) by speaking Uh, of that i do want to give you a quote from a review in the guardian which i saw a lot of very positive reviews this is one that's Still mostly positive, but it said something that I think um, is relevant to our discussion. It said, in recent months, there have been a, numer- a number of shows along roughly the same lines. Violent, moody, and handsome, so sure of their own good looks that the- they lack the inclination to explain anything about themselves. Fans of Legion and Preacher in particular will be happy to add another clever, clever supernatural stor- show to their library, while fans of the book may be delighted that it has found its way to the screen at last, but it may take pay for those viewers who fall somewhere in between wow that's that's perfect yeah, yeah they pr- pretty much nailed what i was saying yeah damn i should write for the guardian <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly what you were saying as well <laughs> well uh i think that does sum it up so we will return to you with more american gods like i said i was uh hesitant with the tone of it at first but it it's kind of winning me over it's still precarious but here's the great thing you get to add your comments by leaving them uh on this post a video uh podcast or just sending it to shows what you know show at gmail.com yes yes and wow i can't remember if it's ever happened before where someone through the span of just a review had an arc and i'm telling you i had a character arc wow. listen to me at the start listen to me at the end Mm-hmm. That's an arc, baby. That is an arc. If you want more arcing, you should check out jimandthem.com. <laughs> yes, please. Which is Jim's podcast, comedy podcast. Uh, it's coming up on 500 episodes. All you newbie podcasts can go fuck yourself. Yes, everyone has a podcast. Does everyone have a podcast with 500 episodes? I don't think so. Nope. I don't. Nope. And you, you can, can also, also find... Uh, yeah. Uh, ah. uh, you can also find more from Jacob Burrows at awesomepedia.org. He's got music 
He's got podcasts. He's got videos. He's got art. He's got all kinds of great stuff. Comics, go check it out. Yes, and we'll see you next time. Later.